In today's episode, once again, we're speaking to Christy Cooper. Christy is the CEO, designer, and creative strategist behind Cooper & Hart Creative with 22 plus years design, design experience and special focus on the online marketing space. Christy started a business as a side hustle while experiencing a burnout at her agency job. A couple of years later, after the birth of a second daughter, she quit the job to dive headfirst into full-time business. And in today's episode, we're speaking to Christy about the common mistakes that newbies or most business owners make with their websites. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the amazing, the charming Christy Cooper. Welcome, Christy. Thank you for having me again. Christy, everyone's heard how amazing you are, but please, in your own words, share with everybody what it is that you do. Yeah, I am a designer and creative strategist. I own and operate Cooper and Hart Creative, where I help People in the online space, primarily coaches, consultants, service providers, really kind of up-level their brands with websites and sales pages um, that they love to share and help them sell. Wonderful. And so, Christy, today we're talking about common mistakes that people make um, in, in the websites. So let's start with that. What kind of mistakes do people make? Let's, let's give them, you know, give them a few. What's the, the, the very worst mistake that you've seen and which happens over and over again with people's websites? And especially when they're starting off as entrepreneurs and on the service-based sector, you know, what do you see as the most prominent mistake? Yeah, one of the most biggest most biggest, that's not proper grammar. <laughs> uh, the, one of the biggest mistakes I see people who kind of DIY their websites is really kind of making it hard for people to contact you or mm. buy from you. Mm. So don't hide your contact information. Make sure like you list it like right after they offer, like after you talk about your offer, put a button or link that takes them to the next step. I see that so commonly. It's like, you find someone who's interesting then you're like how do I take the next step with mm. you you want to be really clear and repeat it often because you want people to contact you and buy from you <laughs> awesome so this is important to know and I know but because we, we recently launched our website gocon.com and I know this is something that we did quite a bit you know so I want everyone to you know go ahead and opt in to come into my workshop and that's the best way for people to learn from me. This is a two-day intense workshop. They come into mm-hmm. it and then from there, they come into the mastermind if, if they're right for it, if they're suitable for it. So in mind, again, again, we've got it sprinkled all throughout the website. You know, come and check out. You know, I want to be abundant. I want to be abundant. I want something along those, those, that kind of tagline. But we've got it sprinkled throughout. And it's just that one button. They go again, again, every button, it takes them to the same place, which is, you know, opting into this workshop that takes place intermittently throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And it's so important. And I remember when I was thinking about this, because I, I remember we, we had so many different offers and so many different things and different pages, different pages had different things. It was just all over the place. Right. And I remember when I when I set this up, I said, no, I don't want it. I only have one offer. 
I need work on, I have many products, but I only um, do one offer, which is the mastermind. And how to get to the mastermind is through the workshop. So there we are, get to the workshop. And I do have a place where they can watch and book a call with me, but that wasn't a, that something that appealed to me because I think if someone books a call, they waste my time and, unless they've been to the workshop. Because unless they've been to the workshop, they don't know what I'm talking about. So no, mm-hmm. you need to go through the workshop and come to me. And that was a conscious decision that I made on my website. And it makes sense. So if now someone finds me, yes. they know the next step for them to do, go to the workshop. Nothing else yes. between nothing else between that. Doesn't matter what page they land on, they're gonna end up getting the button that takes them to the workshop. So I do understand that's very important. And of course you have the contact form and other things and all the other things that comes on the on the website. But this is so important so people know what's the next step. So many yes. times I think people have so many different offers or so many things things that people can do. They can go and watch it, you know, you know, I I do as well. There's a blog post, there's a podcast that you click and whatever else. But what do I want people to do? Ideally. Yeah. This is what I call the primary action goal. And whenever I'm sitting down with someone to design their website, this is like the first question. Mm. What do we want people to do when they go to your website? Because you're a business. Mm. You need people to take action. You don't just need them to read your blog or whatever. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) You need them to do something. You're trying to encourage them to do something. And then that's how we design the website structure. What pages do we need? What content do we need in order to guide them to feel inspired to take that next step. And we want to repeat that next step, like you were saying, throughout the website so that we're reminding them as they're going through the content. Exactly. Multiple times we've done that. So that's the case. So thank God, I've not done that mistake anymore. <laughs> it's now been rectified on my own. <laughs> um, awesome. Um, but so what's the next mistake that people make when they design their websites? Yeah, another big mistake I see is um, what we call the hero section of the homepage. So mm-hmm. when people land on your website and before they scroll or click anywhere, I see this section wasted oftentimes with a pretty picture mm-hmm. or it says, welcome, my name is, you know, so-and-so. And that's really a missed opportunity to communicate quickly with your ideal client or customer, what you do for them, like what kind of results are you offering them? Like you really want to communicate something along the lines of like what what you do and who you help in that first section before mm. they click away or scroll and get confused. Like it's just really important to like just start speaking to them upfront and kind of hook them in and get, gain their attention. Mm, that's really, really important because most people have attention span of goldfish now. And, yes. um, you know, they click and, oh, yeah, no, okay, go. And I think even even we've become so impatient, especially with the rise of TikTok, you know, the, you know, 15 second or 10 second videos or three second videos or whatever the hell that is. Yeah. If, if a website <laughs> takes longer than 10 seconds to load, oh, that's too, like, too long. And they've jumped off. Um, so I think this is, this is um, the attention span of the audience has just reduced immensely. And we can say all sorts of things and all sorts of reasons for it, whatever the reason, this is the, the climate and this is the world we live in. So your ideal client, unfortunately, consciously or subconsciously has been programmed to behave in this way. Yes. So we have to deal with a client in the same way. You know, we have to meet them where they are. So it's important to make sure that you deliver your promise quickly and rapidly in that space um, mm-hmm. without doing it. So that makes sense. And I, that you got me thinking, well, what does my website look like? So I'm going to go back and check that when I go out again <laughs> and see what do we have? What do we, what do we say? Okay, so that's mistake number two. What's mistake number three? Kind of related to that is 
big, I don't know if it's related to that, but big blocks of copy on your business website. People Mm. just don't read it. They're not in, people only read blocks of copy when they're like looking to read a news article or maybe a blog article like that. Mm. Then they're like, okay, I'm sitting down to read something. But when they're going to your business website, they are trying to find that information. There's something that sparked their interest enough to visit your site. And they're looking for that information on your site and they don't want to read a bunch Mm. of copy related to the attention span, right? People don't have time to read big blocks of copy. So we want to break it up as much as possible and edit it down as as much as we can or what makes sense for your people and design it in a way that kind of guides people through the content so they can skim it really easily and find what they're looking for. It's a, it's a, it's really key to kind of keeping people engaged and getting them quickly to what they're looking for on the website or sales page. If you're doing a sales page. So, so would you recommend doing more videos? Cause I think does that mean, wouldn't that make, if we have more videos on the, on your website, make it more heavy because it, it'll take time to load then. Wouldn't it? So if you have I... a message to get across, so how do you get the message across without having, I mean, I'm playing ad type of advocate here. Um, and I, I'm just, and I'm thinking of my own as a go, cause there's like, there's an online on my, about me page, I would say it probably is a block of information, but then that talks about my journey and where I was, mm-hmm. the fact that I'm a lawyer and now I'm not, well, I'm not practicing one, so anyway. And and then there are other things of, you know, what led me down to the path and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, how do we convey that across if we're not going to give them in, you know, chunks of information or blocks of information in written format? So I would say... What what I'm talking about is don't have just a paragraph, a traditional paragraph of copy after paragraph of copy. You really want to pull it out into different lines, make things different sizes. You're really trying to call attention to different things as Mm -hmm. they're going through the copy. So it's not that you can't have a lot of copy. Mm. It's that you want to display it and format it in a way that makes it easy for people to scan Mm. and find where they, oh, that caught my interest, you know, oh, you're an attorney, right? Oh, that's an interesting part. I'm going to read that part, right? Rather than just like uh, paragraphs like you'd see in a book or a news article that Mm. just like, there's nothing that breaks it up because people just kind of, they don't read it all. They'll they'll read the first line and then they, you know, they don't read it so much. So that's what I mean by breaking it up. So videos, I say videos really just kind of depend on you and your business and how you want to communicate with people. Cause I think, I think it's kind of split on whether people watch videos or not. Some people like to watch videos, but they take in information really well that way. And other people don't want to watch videos. They're like, I just want to read it. Um, I'm one of those who actually likes to read on a, like a website or sales page versus watching a video. I don't want to sit there and watch you (laughs) talk to me. Um, But then other people just take things in better visually like that or um, audibly, audibly, audibly. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I mean, I, I I like listening to things and I like reading things. And sometimes if someone's talking, I like to listen while I'm reading at the same time. So that's, but then I'm dyslexic. So I'm I'm a bit weird anyway. I like to do things multiple ways and to, to take information in. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's I think it's having it's important to have both formats, and the reason why I mention videos because we're getting accustomed to listening to videos, even mm-hmm. if with the captions. So we may actually watch the videos and read the captions, which is exactly the same things on the piece of paper, but we read the captions, yes. <laughs> but we rather watch the video, which is so stupid. But you know, we have the audio off and listen to the looking looking at the person doing in, in in silence, but reading the captions. 
because that's become the norm you know there's certainly this is one of the things i remember in the marketing that we we talk about or i've talked about the team as well because i I do most of my marketing and selling intuitively so i've picked up that stuff and one of the thing is uh, you know if you have any videos it doesn't matter what format and you know if it's youtube or, or or even tiktok or tiktok especially but even facebook and stuff like that you need to have captions because people watch in silence i'm like why yes logically like if, if you want a video why would you watch in silence but apparently you do and a lot of them do so you have to have the captions and i know that for a fact so we do make sure that you have captions especially in the ads and stuff but it's it's one of those things that I think videos is become important so people get to see who you are as a character. Yeah, you speak a lot more, just not just with your words, but body language, and people want to see your body language even while they're reading your captions. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Yes, yeah, yeah. I do think video is valuable, even if you don't put it on your website. It might belong more on your social um, platform, wherever you're at, because it does, especially if you are a more personal brand where you are the face of your brand, you're the personality behind your brand video is important there because people want to see you talk you know they want to yeah. see your personality they want to hear how you say things um and that you know we just connect with people so much more face to face than we do just reading reading a caption or reading yeah. an article i did want to note that captions are also important on videos for those who have accessibility issues mm-hmm. and so you know it helps them those who can't hear as well yes um, Taken uh, yeah, that's another point as well. So yeah, it does it does make sure that um the audience which cannot actually listen can actually can can receive a value from the video too. And I think that's an important point. But I was talking about the people who watch, like my daughter who switches watches a bit, you know, audio off. I'm like, why do you watch the damn video? <laughs> but, I yeah. confess that I do that sometimes on Instagram because I don't want to like bother if I'm sitting with my family, I don't want to bother them by well, if I turn anything on with sound, my kids are like all around me, like, what are you watching, mom? What are you watching? And like, oh, so that's I'll true. Just, that's I'll true. Just... I think, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's in the other thing. Yeah, I didn't think of that. It could be that you don't want to disturb people around you. So you put you put video on, but with audio off. So you can just listen to or read the captions. Yes. And, yeah. and I think that's, I think that's become the norm then. So, okay. So that's the third one. What's the next largest or biggest mistake you think you find on people's websites? I see a lot of, I see this in businesses that have been kind of growing. And so they keep adding pages to their websites and stuff like that. And their website gets really confusing Mm. um, because they keep adding links to the navigation bar. And then usually if you have more than like five or six links in your main navigation, people just get confused and they're like, I don't know where to go from here. Like there's too many options, too many options. My brain shuts down. Um, and so you really want to be, this kind of goes back to your action goal. You want to be really clear on where you are trying to guide people and you want to organize your information in ways that it's easier for them to take in. So maybe you have categories with drop downs and then under the category is some options versus just putting all your links in the navigation. Um, I see this like people put like all their freebies in the navigation. There's like 
freebie, freebie, and then they're coaching, and then they're programmed, and then they're this program, and then contact, and then blog, and and it's too much. It's too overwhelming, and people mm. just don't know where to go. So you got to be conscious that you're not confusing people because you you really want to think about it from the user's perspective of like they don't know about your stuff. They don't know where to go and you need to guide them to where they need to go. Yeah. Okay. That makes complete sense to me. Cause I think that's, that's important. A lot of the times we, we, you know, I think especially people who are starting out, you know, new entrepreneurs or new coaches, they have a gazillion things and the gazillion offers all on their website. Mm-hmm. And I'm not having a go at anyone. I was one of them. Uh, so I, you know, uh, obviously we've changed. Um, the first iteration was like that, that was changed a long time ago, and the most recent one has been streamlined even further, where the offer is just you know um, limited to one offer or you know other things we do. We do have podcasts and we do have um, op- op- option to uh, people to you know ask for them to if they want to come or not as a guest or they want to invite me as a guest on theirs. But then that's part of it because that's who I am now because I'm a podcast host as well and we have a blog. But uh, the idea is for everyone to, you know, uh, for it not to be so huge, because considering how much I do, it could be a lot bigger than it is. We're trying to keep it as streamlined as possible. And still the goal everywhere is, apart from the pages where they invite guests or be invited as a guest, everywhere mm-hmm. else is like, come to the workshop, come to the workshop, come to the workshop. So it's all streamlined as much as possible. So people yes. do not get confused. And I think this is so important to know. You may do a gazillion things, and um, but you don't want your clients to come and see and, and anything more than if you have more than two choices they get confused that's why <clears throat> even the payment plans i have two payment plans that's it you know take that yeah take the option or not there's nothing in between and because people get confused the more options they have the more you know people like huh and they stop in the freeze and that you've lost you've lost your your your, your uh, client yes Simple is better, especially earlier on, you know, I mean, you'll see like more corporate type websites or stuff like when they have a lot of things going on, they have like a lot of different, they try to organize it and but it's still like, you're just look for the search bar, right? Like yeah. you just like, where's the search bar to find what I'm looking for? Um, because there's just so many menu options, even if they, yeah. even if they organize it under <laughs> what they call mega menus, you know, where you have menu and then you have a menu and then a menu, it, it still can be confusing to find yeah, things. Yeah. So, okay. So that's simple is better. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so fine. And one final um, mistake, let's talk about that before we wrap this up. What's the, last, what's the, what's the fifth mistake that you often find on most people's websites? I see buttons that don't look like buttons. So you want to be really clear about that, but that's kind of connected to what we've already talked about. Um, Just being really clear on how people can take the next step with you. Um, Make sure your buttons actually look like buttons. Um, If it just looks like a little text link, um, it can be really confusing. Um, And you want to be really clear on where that button goes. So I see people try to be really clever with their buttons like the text on the buttons and it just you're like where is this button gonna go if it if if i click it (laughs) like people get unsure about clicking links they're unsure so you just want to make it really clear um on the buttons side of things um and then the other thing i would say is um especially if you're a personal brand is making sure you have images of you on the website i see that especially with early early stage diy websites people haven't gone to get like a nice portrait photography 
And so they're like, I don't want to put my picture on there. Do I have to put my picture on there? Like, do I have to put my picture on there? I'm like, if you are a personal brand, like your coach, your consultant of some sort, people are going to be working with you. They want to see your face. So please put at least one photo when you're getting started um, of you on there so people can see you and connect with you. I think that's very, very important, like having personal uh, branding shots. Um, you, you, when you first get started, I think what well, okay, so I think let's put this in context. When you first start out as, as a coach, when you first up to up to first six figures, you don't really need to have a website. You can actually be doing this all organic and other things and do it um, on social media platforms, be it IG, Facebook, or YouTube, whatever you're using. I think once you've grown to a certain level where you have generated enough income, then I think it's worth investing in a personal brand photo shoot. I'm hiring somebody and actually taking the professional photo done and then actually thinking about a website i think this i think i think having this strategic um strategy in mind and being strategic about how you build your business is important i find too many people being fluffing around assessing about oh i need to have a website done i have to get this done i've got a funnel done i've got this done and like how much money have you made oh no no like what are you doing right all you need is a payment process which you can stripe or paypal and you need to have um you know uh you need to, one thing of being a lawyer i would definitely recommend is have a contract in place always have a contract in place yes I was speaking to someone about this earlier make sure <laughs> you have a contract that's one thing you need to have <laughs> invest in lawyer or um or one of these you know diy things i don't know whatever suits you depending which part of the world you're in get a contract in place so you can get your you know your clients to sign those contracts with you so that we don't have issues with stripe and paypal and then get on with it. And then once you've built a certain level, then invest in one, uh, getting a website, two, again, making sure you have a branding photo shoot so you can look professional. And three, you can build up that, you know, design look of your website and take all these points into consideration. If you're if you're if you don't even have a, a professional image, then why are you doing creating a website at the moment? Which means you're too early in your in your in your business. Let's get you some clients first. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree that people spend too much time mm. fidgeting with their website in the early stages because they think if they just like move things around on it or or whatever, get it get it just right, like it'll be good. Um, but I have seen in clients and people who I've worked with that once they get even like a simple website up, like a one page. Mm website up, they feel so much more confident mm. when they talk to leads. So they're like, oh, I feel so professional. I have a website that I can send my leads to the people I'm having conversations with. And they just feel, they just feel better about it. And that's not true for everyone. There are definitely people who just like, they don't need a website. They can just go and have conversations and make sales. Right. But I see that there are some people who just feel better yeah. when they have something to, to show people that they're a professional, right? I'm a legit business. So I think, I think, it, I think it's, it's true both ways. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Tell us, um, Christy, how can we connect with you? How can we find you on the internet? Yeah, my website is cooperandheart.com and you can find me on Instagram at cooperandheart wonderful and if you are listening to us on podcast we will have christie's links in the show notes and if you're watching us on youtube down below in the description section we'll have her um links to go check her out and see how she can help you build your brand and your website christie thank you so much for being such an amazing guest it's been a pleasure talking to you and i've learned quite a lot actually about websites we're just talking to you but thank you so much for being a guest today yeah thank you for having me
And thank you for listening to me, Chris, today on Money Talkies. I will be back on another Money Talkies segment, speaking to another amazing guest, finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.